All right, welcome back to the Fort Worth Music Academy podcast. I am your host, Eric Barassa, and today we are going to talk more about music theory. I know, I know, everybody's talking about coronavirus, but I thought, you know what? We've got a lot of students that have been asking about modes and what is the point, what is the purpose, and so I think I have figured out slowly over many, many years how to finally explain this in a, an easy to understand way that makes sense. So as a foundation for this, if you haven't listened to our other podcasts on music theory part one, two, and three, um, that would probably be helpful, but let's go ahead and dive right in with a quick review of the major and the minor scales, okay? So a major scale is built with the intervals one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So that would be root, major second, major third, perfect fourth, perfect fifth, major sixth, and major seventh. But major and perfect intervals are understood. So you don't have to say them. You can just say one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and uh, musicians generally will know what that means. If you say it's a one, three, five, um, those are the intervals, they're going to assume it's a major third and, uh, because in a perfect fifth since you just said a three and a five. Okay, now a minor scale is going to be built root two, flat three, four, five, flat six, flat seven. So you take that major scale and you flat the three, the six, and the seven. Okay, so that's it. So that right there, that's two of your modes. That's your Ionian and your Aeolian mode. So if somebody ever says, yeah, we're in, uh, we're in G Ionian, they're just trying to sound fancy, and what they really mean is G major. And if someone says, yeah, we're in a G Aeolian, then uh, what they mean is we're in G natural minor. <laughs> okay, so why is that important to know? Because a major scale and a minor scale are going to create very different emotions. They're going to give you very different songs. So um, let me lower my seat here real quick. Okay, now the Dorian mode is going to be a minor scale. Okay, so all of the modes are either major or minor. Dorian is minor. So if you know your natural minor scale, that one, two, flat three, four, five, flat six, flat seven, Dorian mode is going to be easy. The only change you make is you unflat the six. One, two, flat three, four, five, six, flat seven. Okay, now what's the point of that? Well, that's going to give you a completely different sound, not an entirely different sound than Aeolian or natural minor, but it's going to have this minor sound with a little bit of a lift to it. In fact, let me grab my guitar. Check this out. I don't even know if this thing is tuned, but here is my um, G Aeolian, G natural minor. Now here's G Dorian. Okay, so that raised six, what happens in context, it gives you some really different, um, some really different sounds. So like here is what um, over a G minor chord that you would, sorry. That gives you the sound of, of natural minor. Now, if I raise that six and I improvise over this G chord, it's gonna sound like this.
got a totally different feel to it. You can make it kind of funky. And that's kind of the, uh, the Dorian mode, okay? So um, this is gonna be important if, if, for two reasons. Number one, if you're improvising in a minor blues, the Dorian mode is great to use. And number two, if you are writing your own music, the Dorian mode gives you this sad sound with kind of this hopeful feeling. It's, it's hard to describe. You kind of have to play with it and listen to songs in Dorian to sort of get that feel. Uh, Joe Satriani has a lot of songs in Dorian, and I should have, in preparation for this, come up with a bunch of examples of songs that are in Dorian. Uh, but if you just Google famous songs in Dorian, there's not a whole lot of them. Um, I think there's like, like Alanis's You Ought to Know, I think is maybe in Dorian. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Just, just Google songs that are in Dorian and listen to those, and that will get the sound of Dorian in your ear. And over time, you'll start to realize this creates a different emotional impact for myself and for the listener than the natural minor scale. And it's all because we've changed the flat six to a regular six. Okay, so if you are in, um, <clears throat> let's say you have a G minor blues happening. And then you add this Dorian note. Instantly different. It's it's a really cool sound, and it'll really spice up your uh, your blues by adding that Dorian note in there. Okay, so that's pr probably the most common use um, that I hear, at least in the kind of music that I listen to. So um, you can also write songs using chords built off of that Dorian scale. Now you need to know the Dorian mode just by itself that it's one, two, flat three, four, five, six, flat seven. But some of you are gonna say, but Eric, but I just wanna, I just, because apparently that's how everyone talks, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> but Eric, I just want to uh, I, I use F major because I know it's the same thing. Okay, yes, G Dorian equals F major. And sometimes people will think of the modes that way. But if you really, want to use the Dorian mode properly, you have to think of it as its own scale. Now, here's the cool thing. Let's make the major scale connection. The great news is you don't have to learn a brand new scale all over the fretboard. If you've already learned your major scale in all seven positions on <clears throat> the guitar, or you've learned your, your scales on the piano or whatever other instrument, if you've done all your major scales, then you don't have to really learn new scales for the Dorian mode to get around your instrument. Because whatever the root note is of your Dorian scale, then you go down a whole step and you can use that major scale. So for instance, an F major scale is F, G, A, B flat, C, D, E. Well, G Dorian goes G, A, B flat, C, D, E, F. It's the exact same notes, just starting in a different place. But it's all about the backing chords, okay? So if you have a G minor chord and you play that scale over it, it's gonna feel like G Dorian. If you have an F major chord and you play that scale over it, it's gonna feel more like F major. So check this out.
as Dorian. But if I put this F major chord under it, all right, here we go. feels like F major, same notes being played over top. So if you are playing something in G Dorian or you're trying to write a song in G Dorian, just use chords from the key of F major. But here's a tip. Try to avoid using the F major chord because as soon as you do, it's going to pull the listener into thinking you're in F major. But if we use like, like let's say we use um, like a common Dorian progression would be um, the minor one chord to the uh, a dominant four chord. So like maybe I go G minor seven and then I do C seven. Actually, I'm going to do C nine because why not? So check this out. So that's Dorian. But now what if I went F major? It feels like Dorian, right? That's the door, that's the sound of Dorian right there. Um, but if I do F major, an F major chord to a C major chord, a major one chord to a major four chord, uh, it's it's gonna sound like this. Let's make it F major seven for fun. It just sounds like a happy major, but I, I get rid of that F chord and I replace it with that G minor chord. Okay, and that's the Dorian mode. Um, that really is everything you need to know in your mind to, to understand it. But what happens is people will say, like, well, this still doesn't make any sense to me. And that's just because you haven't spent enough time with it. Okay. So it's one thing to be able to say one, two, flat three, four, five, six, flat seven. Okay. That's the Dorian mode. But if you don't know how to properly use it, you haven't spent enough time improvising or writing or just playing with it and with chords that go with it, um, then yeah, you're not going to get anywhere with it and you're not gonna find any practical use for it. So you just have to commit yourself. Don't try to learn all the modes at once. Commit to one mode and just commit to the study of it. Learn as many songs as you can that use that mode. Learn how to improvise using that mode. Learn how to write chord progressions using that mode. And it will sink in over time, just like everything. I remember when I first started reading guitar magazines, nothing made sense to me. I didn't, I didn't have a clue what they were talking about. And just over time, you start to absorb the information. Um, but you have to play it. You have to sit with your guitar. You can't just watch YouTube videos. You can't um, just listen to people talk about these modes. You have to dedicate the time to just living in this creative space and being allowed uh, to, to live with it. So that's my advice with that. The, the best way, ready? Here's my sales pitch. <laughs> the best way I have found to really internalize things like this is to have guided instruction, have a teacher take you through a course. In fact, we have a modes course 
Um, it's going to be available soon on our new membership site that hasn't even been, been announced yet, but it's coming. Um, and, and it'll probably be a, a standalone product as well. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know if we'll sell it or if we'll just make it for students at our school. We do have virtual lessons happening. You can go to fortworthmusicacademy.com and there will be a button to, uh, to sign up for virtual lessons. You can come take a free class with me um, on, I think for adults, it's on Tuesdays at 5.30, but check the website for the update. Jump in there, we'll go over the basics or I'll help you with whatever you need help with for free at that time. And we can talk about, you know, if your goal is to get better at the modes. And the cool thing is now, you don't even have to live in Fort Worth. I don't care where you live in the world. Um, as long as you can make one of our times that's scheduled, you can meet with an instructor every week or several times a week or get into our unlimited guitar program. And we'll take you step-by-step step through some courses that will kind of force you and hold you accountable to, um, to live in this world with the Dorian mode, if that is what you are after. You can also call me, 817-420-6462. Uh, hopefully, things are going to start to change pretty soon. We're going to be able to open our doors for our students to physically come in again. But uh, even so... Right now, I'm, I'm enjoying the online stuff, the virtual lessons. Yeah, there's some technical things that are not always fun and can make things a little more complicated. But uh, overall, it's, <clears throat> it's gotten really well. We've even picked up some new students, and um, all of our current students have been really supportive of us um, through this. So we're, we're excited to keep adding more value through the membership site and through these new courses that we're creating that um, will just help you guys uh, even more. Of course, the podcast will always be free. YouTube channel will always be free. And um, anyway, if you guys have questions, I'm, I'm done rambling. I hope you all have a great day, a great weekend, and uh, we'll see you guys next week.